Welcome to the Think Generational Wealth Podcast. This is the personal finance podcast for the Black community. I am your host, Amir Estiva. Think Generational Wealth was created to empower the culture to think wealth, assets, and prosperity for future generations. If you are someone who is inspired to leave a legacy and needs actionable steps on how to do it, this is the podcast for you. Join me every week as we discuss various topics from personal finance, building assets, and mindset. Our goal is to leave the planet better than how we found it by enriching our future generations with the right tools for success. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Welcome to the Think Generational Wealth Podcast, and this is episode number 113. I am your host, Amir Restimo. Thank you for tuning in in today's podcast episode. It's much appreciated. I like to open each podcast episode with gratitude and appreciation. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast episode because you could be doing anything in this world. But the fact that you are listening to this podcast episode is brought is much appreciated. So that's number one. Number two. This podcast episode is brought to you by Amirson Financial. Amirson Financial is here to eradicate financial illiteracy through tools of education and also getting this message out that we, amongst the black community of all community, must be able to fight this disease called financial illiteracy. Okay, first of all, I wanted to record this quick podcast episode in this podcast episode, again, this is we're going to talk about the reasons, and I'm talking about now the reasons you must invest in land. As we know, if anybody been following the U.S. basically, Bill Gates, right? So what do we know Bill Gates do? So Bill Gates, as of late, is been buying up all farmland. And the reason why? Well, the reason why is obviously, if any of you guys know about, you know about this lab-grown meat that they are looking to sell. Not even looking. It's actually, it's even now being implemented in our stores that they are selling in our stores, lab-grown meat. And the FDA approved this based off Bill Gates was actually buying up properties land properties vacant land properties so he can build facilities to produce these lab-grown meat so they say well the reason these lab-grown meats are built they are created is to help protect the environment help protect the crop the cows and etc 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 but we all know you're not going to be able to get the true nutrition that you would need from using these or eating consuming these lab grown meats so the reason i am saying folks if you have been listening to this podcast i've recorded several episodes you can look at them up go back to any of my podcast episode recent podcast episode what you will see is what i've been stressing is that you must buy land because once you start owning land you can then look into certain things like building, creating your own crops, growing your own crops. Because the way the U.S. is heading is we are heading in that direction. 
And that direction is we are heading to where people are going to need to grow their own crops. Because obviously they don't want to say it. The government don't want to say it, but we are in an we are in a, a inflation, right? So when you get yourself some land, guess what you can do? You have options. Okay, let me paint this picture for you guys, right? Think about it, the fact that when you buy a home, then you pay it off. What are you still doing? At least here in the U.S., you are still paying property taxes. Okay? You're still paying property taxes. No way around it. You can own a home and you still got to pay property taxes. And you pay property taxes to the county or the city. Not only you pay into the city, but you pay into the county, at least here in the U.S., right? Or at least certain parts of the U.S. They are still getting paid. When you own some land, what happens in this scenario, right, is you become you become like the city, the government is when you own some land. Let me tell you a story. There is a, a guy. I can't remember his name. He bought. So what he, what happened was he bought some land back in the 1950s. Right. So we know 1950s, 1960s, what we were dealing with racial riots, black people trying to get uh, trying to get equal civil civil rights. Right. So we were not on par with our white counterparts because there was a lot of laws that was against the Jim Crow laws that are still going again. We didn't have right to vote. We didn't have certain rights to use the public bathroom, etc. So what he did was even going, this is actually, if I was to trace this back, go back to when Black Wall Street was built. I don't have the name of the guy who started it, but he, what he did was he bought, I think like 400 acres. I may be wrong. It was either 400 acres or 40 acres of land, right? But I think it's on the lat, it's the, the aforementioned 400 acres, 400 acres of land. So what he did with that land was he was then selling it off to black businesses. That's how Black Wall Street in Tulsa was born or green. You know, if you go back to the Tulsa, that's how it was born. So in this property, what he was doing was. But I do have a podcast episode. If you go look at some of my older episodes, I will actually put them in the show notes. It's just right now I'm recording this episode from basically from the top of my head. So there's no notes, etc. because I just felt like I need to st- stress the importance of why it's important to own land. Okay. You know, I know a lot of people right now are in the residential and maybe you're someone who listened to this podcast episode, you got some uh, rentals, etc., etc. but those are not making any money. Let's just be real. Okay. Residential right now is not making any money. So what he did was he bought, I think it was 400 acres but let's just say that let's just say that and what he was doing was selling some of these acreages to black people and then what he was doing what these black people were doing was they were starting up businesses in the community like dental office uh etc doctor's office banking uh this was all being built so this was all being built in the black wall street district right And we all know the story. A young man went into the elevator and then some white lady went in into the elevator with him. And then she claimed that he raped her. 
and then a mob riot of white men came and then they tore down basically even the Oklahoma, uh, the National Guard was called over to then drop bombs and destroy the Oklahoma district, the Tulsa district. So that's why that happened. But as you can see, what happened there was what? He bought acreages of land. Okay. So when you own land, one, property taxes are not that expensive versus residential. Okay. There's actually, so now going back to the story, I was talking about the black, I'm sorry I went off on a tangent, but I was going back to the black, uh, before the black Wall Street. The gentleman, what he did was he bought some land and that land itself, uh, what he did was, uh, I think it was a Walmart that came in the neighborhood, in the area that wanted to build on his land. So guess what happened? Walmart gave him two options. Either he takes residual income for life on that property because he owns it and Walmart actually pays him a month a a monthly revenue so whatever so basically every single month so he did what he did was a seller financing with Walmart so meaning that he was the home he was the bank so Walmart would pay him a monthly payment because they built their property on his land. The option two was he cashes out. Walmart comes in. They say, hey, you know what? Instead of we doing residual, we'll just give you a one-time payment. And then that's it. So what he ended up doing was because he was thinking of generational wealth, he ended up keeping the property. So most people would say, well, you know, what? I'll just take the money and be done with it. Well, what if I told you the money was $2 million? He made, right? So he made $2.2 million, right? That was his option. But he was thinking of this in the long term. And the long term was what? You could pass this down from generations to generations. You don't need to then have to, yeah, you cash your money out, but what are you going to do with that, right? So he was thinking of generations. So until this day, Walmart is still paying him a monthly payment because they're operating on his property. I guarantee you, and this has been over years, right? I guarantee you right now that $2 million he probably would have got paid is nothing. It's not like if you bought the property and you was doing some type of financing with an everyday Joe Smo, right? No, this was Walmart. And they actually built on his property. And they're paying him a residual income every single month. So he is making mailbox money. Okay? And this has been over 10, 15 years now. This is passed down from generation to generation to generation. Okay, would you have done that? Would you take that deal or would you just cashed out? That's why I stress the importance of land. Buy yourself some land. When you have land, I can tell you right now the difference between land and housing is night and day. What do you think houses are built on? Houses are built on land. That's why it's important to own land, not own the land, not the property. Forget the house because once you pay off the house, yes, but you still got property taxes. It looks nice. 
let me tell you what so with housing right let's say you buy a house but you still you know you finance it into a mortgage and you still got to make the monthly payments let's say your monthly payments are $600 even though these days that's not what it is but let's say your monthly payments are $600 a month but for you to make a profit you probably need to mark up that probably to let's say $1000 a month so out of that $600 out of that $1000 600 of it is to pay your mortgage so you're really only profiting 400 bucks and in that 400 bucks you still have to put money aside for escrow right meaning i mean you could do your own escrow but in this scenario you got to put money aside in case anything breaks down and it will happen in housing it will so that's why i am stressing the importance of owning land because you don't have to deal with that in land. You don't have to deal with somebody calling you in the middle of the night where you're sleeping and their toilet the toilet broke and you got to come and fix it. Or hire a hire a realtor right to sell your property. Or hire a a a hire a company a property management company to what? Hire a property management company to manage your property for you. So you're not getting those calls at night and you're getting it directly from the property management. And that all comes out of the 400 bucks. So at the end of the day, you're probably making what? 100, 150, 200 bucks, bucks per, barely. That's why I'm saying it's important to own land. Because with land, you don't have those type of troubles. Now, is land easy? No. It's a very tricky business to get into if that's what you want to make it. It's a very tricky business. But as you see, a lot of right now fix and flippers are trying to buy land. They're marketing for land because right now mortgage rates are high. Selling houses, well, you could sell a house, but you know, you go into another house, you're not you're gonna pay what seven percent interest. And that's what I've you know, I refinance this our our mortgage and we're paying two when i hear some of these rates these days it's crazy there's no way i would sell my house and then go into a seven or eight percent mortgage but right now that's what's happening people are not buying homes so homes are sitting on the market longer now because the rates are too high and if you are buying a house you're getting that seven percent but who's to say if you buy some land you have someone pay you you can flip the property and there's so many there's over 6,500 land properties in the US so you don't even have to worry about everybody can eat you don't even have to worry about what you just your, your main thing you would have to find out is what does it have access is it accessible can you install water can you install sewage so this is someone if they want to do residential is there a updated survey is there a perk test? What is a perk test? A perk test is you test the soil to ensure that you can install a sewage or a septic tank on the property. You want to make sure that if you buy seven acres of property, you can use all seven acres. Now, that's the tricky thing about land. You could buy seven acres of land and maybe you'll only be able to build on one acre. So you got six acres that you can't even use. You want to make sure you find that if you decide to do something right 
own yourself some land, folks. Land will get you land will get you that mailbox money. Land will get you financial freedom. That's what I'm in the process of doing. So if you're tuning in to this podcast episode, if you want to find out more information, feel free to contact me at amir.estimo at thinkgenwealth.com. Again, amir.estimo at thinkgenwealth.com. And then we can I can give you some tips, whatever you like to know. You want to get into this business. Now I tell you right now, it is not easy. It is competition. But if you're not afraid of competition and you're not afraid of putting in some work, it could be very lucrative for you. Okay? So thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode. And until next week, much love. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Think Generation of Wealth podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, here's three ways you can help the podcast grow. One, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your content. Two, leave a rating and review the podcast again, wherever you get your content so others can find it. And three, share this content with someone that you think will find this of value. Thank you for listening again to the Thank Generation of Love podcast. Peace and much love.